This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout to get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, there has to be a Fishy Jones. I like my women fluffy and dense. Hot farts are good. Butthole recognition protocols. Beep, boop, beep. Coverville's musical Marble Madness. Mine doesn't get smelly because I'm feeding it once a day. Gross. Hot, wet, passionate kiss while Han Solo shrugs. The Utah flag has bees. Keep Luke's hand at room temperature. Brown eye rectum scan. Alexa's vague answers. They're all Swedish, those bastards. A TV is not a billboard. Do not mess with the Jesus, Jones. <laughs> Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Helen has trained herself to know what she's going to do, and she's able to match the right skirt with the right sweater. Hey, I waited up for you. I wanted to talk with you. I do love you. I, I really do love you. <laughs> This is the morning stream. Hail Hydra! Welcome back to TMS, everybody. It is the morning stream for April 9th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. It's uh, <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm making it. Hey, hey, I'm animated with Skittles on my face. Isn't that how the video was? There were little animated uh, Skittles on his face. Right guy, wrong video. That was Sledgehammer is the one with the Skittles on his face. Same album. Okay. They probably weren't Skittles, but I always think Right of guy, Skittles. right album, wrong song. Okay. <laughs> I was close. That's uh, Big Time is the one that begins with, hi there. Oh, right. Hi there. I and like a very that. electronic-y voice. Hi there. Yeah, hi there. And then he starts going. It's pretty good. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, um, were we? No, but you reminded me of something. <laughs> we were. Yeah. I'm kidding. Now I got to remember we what you reminded me of. It reminded me of something that I just saw or did that it was Peter Gabriel uh, related. Oh, sure. Did you hold up a boombox outside uh, Kim's window to get her to go out with you? No, but now, now I might do it to rekindle the romance. Maybe that's, Aww. maybe now's the time. Maybe now's not. the time. Here's yeah. the place. Here's the place. Well, we're all stuck here together. <laughs> Go out in front of the window. I don't yeah. remember what I was going to tell you about Peter Gabriel. I actually had a thing, and it popped into my head for a second. Stood there in the in the broad daylight of my mind, and then and then went that way, and it's gone uh, now. Genesis, uh, Phil Collins, no, uh, um, no, no, the Womad Festival. Uh, Who, who's the other Genesis guy that went on to be in his own band or something? Wasn't there another guy? Well, Mike, Mike and the Mechanics, Mike Rutherford. That's the one, the Mike and the Mechanics yeah. one. Yeah. See, now I got a confession to make. I didn't know that Mike and the Mechanics had uh, Genesis. Uh, was their Genesis was Genesis? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I had no idea until like a week ago somebody mentioned this somewhere. And before we get an email, because I know there'll be somebody out there with a will actually. Yeah. Uh, Tony Banks actually did also form a band called Bank Statement. Oh, but no one, no one no ever one heard really of cares that. About Tony Banks and Bank Statement. Yeah, but I did. I mean, for the hot minute, they were hot. The Mike and the Mechanics was a yeah. That was oh a yeah. Thing. And uh, they uh, Paul Carrick, who is one of my favorite lead singers of all time. Yeah. He was a member of Squeeze for a while. He was a member of the band Ace. He had a good solo or has a good solo career. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Carrick was the vocalist for stuff like The Living Years and Silent Running, um, two of Mike and the Mechanics' biggest hits. Let me ask you this. They also had another guy yeah. named Paul Young, who was the vocalist for All I Need is a Miracle. All I need is a miracle. All I need is you. 
And um, that Paul Young is not the Paul Young that did Every Time You Go Away. Two different Paul Youngs. Every and, time um, you go. Not that one. Okay. Exactly. All right. not, not that one. All but right. the Mike the Mechanics Paul Young passed away years and years and years ago. All right. Now that we're tapping into the Coverville mind, I have to ask you one more question. It's all, it's like, like basically it's, uh, I'm really dumb in just about everything else. Well, that's but, cause, cause but my mind, I have the, I have the, uh, Russell Crowe, beautiful mind overlay of all these bands and how they're connected. Yeah. They got all that music in there. Your straw is full of marbles. They just have to be they're music, all music, marbles, music marbles. Yeah, exactly. And the ones that fall out are, I don't know what, whatever, <laughs> but <laughs> exactly. okay. So here's the big question for you with all of yeah. this, uh, coronavirus business, yeah. we are seeing an increase in famous musicians who mm-hmm. are passing away unfortunately we are yes do you as a coverville uh producer look at that and think i need to do special cover stories and or episode dedication stuff to all of these people or is it fe- are you feeling overwhelmed by that like what do you <laughs> well i was i was feeling like i was going to be able to get a handle on it up until last night when john prine died yeah. but uh no today on the show is going to be a, a huge double-sized show uh with covers of uh fountains of wayne covers of and by fountains of wayne covers of and by bill withers and then john prine will be next week uh, john prine um i don't have as much john prine in my library he was a, a, a fantastic songwriter wrote a lot of stuff for a lot of people mm-hmm. who um like bonnie Raitt. Uh, a lot of her biggest hits were john prine songs or some of her biggest hits for john prine songs great song called angel from montgomery uh, at some point this week i'll play a cover of that because um in in tribute to him but mm-hmm. uh i feel like you know we're at the we're kind of at the uh not really the tip of the iceberg but it does start start wheeling downhill from here or wheeling out from here where we're gonna get a bunch more yeah, the older the older folks i just worry some of the older musicians are just gonna run into <sighs> issues no um, I mean, uh, but Fountain's way Adam Schlesinger was was uh, fifty two. Yeah, you know, he, he was, was our age. He was young. He wasn't old. Yeah, he Bill was Withers young. was old, and and John Prine was old and had uh, recovered from some other health issues. So his his deal was um, yeah, his uh, immunity was compromised. Uh, Dan Wally says they're going to play a cover of that thing you do, of course, um, by a band that you know specifically for one other song. Uh, there's going to be a cover of that thing you do on today's show. That's that's by this other band. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wish I could tease more. I mean, that's a pretty big tease. Yeah, uh, that is a big tease. That's... They were a band that got in big trouble for saying that um, they were going to be bigger than the Beatles, or or oh wow, uh, compared compared themselves to the Beatles at one point, and that was kind of their death knell after their after their big one hit. They had a kind of a secondary hit. But... Seems like a dangerous thing to say, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether whether or not the, you thought the Beatles were going to be as legendary as you as you thought, why would you say this about another band? Like, why would you ever say it? You should have said, "We're going to be bigger than bread," and you'll be bigger than bread. Right? No problem. Right. Bigger than sliced bread or just bread? Just bread the band. Just, You're going to be bigger oh, bread than, the band. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be bigger than that's bread the good, band, right? That's a good one. To, that's a good low bar to set yourself. Hey, we're going to be bigger than Firefall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. You're gonna be L- yes. LMFAO or whatever. We'll be bigger than them. Say that, and then you're safe. Mm-hmm. Don't say we're gonna be bigger than the Rolling Stones or the Beatles or the freaking right. Exactly. Whatever. No, it's like the Beatles saying they're gonna be bigger than Jesus. No, no, no. Say you're gonna be bigger than uh, Gabriel. Yeah, than Gabriel. <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> but don't say Peter Gabriel because you won't be bigger oh, than him. Good... Look at that. We've we've brought it all full circle. Yeah, I can't we? believe we got around to it. It's amazing. All right, so uh, Kim made homemade kimchi yesterday. This is very exciting. 
Um, well, she couldn't make store-bought kimchi. She had to make homemade kimchi. That's uh, all you can make Make at home is You're homemade right. stuff. It's a really good point, yeah. Um, so we had this choice. We were either going to go to the Asian market and get some fresh goods, including kimchi, or she was going to take the daikon radishes and the cabbage we had and all this other stuff and just get the spice thing you need to make our own and then kind of store up on our own homemade kimchi. We've never made it before. It's always been my sister-in-law or somebody else gives us their kimchi. So we're like, are we going to do this? And she's like, yeah, we're going to do this. And so she made three kinds of kimchi. One is uh, you make it with uh, thinly sliced um, cucumber. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. Oh, so mm-hmm. freaking good. It needs rice wine in it, though. Right? Rice wine gives it this weird fermenty thing without actually having to be fermented. It's very good. And then cool. you do, um, uh, what's the next one? I forgot already. Oh, then she did Radish. daikon radishes, <laughs> oh, right? daikon radish. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, it's mm. so crunchy and good. Oh my gosh! And then you made this other kind, and all three kinds you could eat the day you made it. It took about three hours, uh, if you don't care about how fermented it is. And so we ate the fresh stuff, but now some of it we have in the ferment stage. So we'll see how that is later and see what we liked better. Do we like it fresh and just you know hot off the off the the mix, or do we want to have it sit around for a few days and then? see how that is so we're going to try it both ways but it's been a very exciting sort of kimchi experimentation going on in the house very fun everything's sm- cool everything smells like it you know i got the uh the hot farts it's great it's good um, <laughs> that's how you know it's good yeah. it's like uh it's like selsun blue oh that's how you know it's working oh it burns yeah, yeah that's yeah. all right that's it's, how you know it's working it's very good and so then uh while we were doing that steve uh popped in um, we make an exception for the social distancing for Steve because Steve uh, keeps us alive. And, yes, uh, right. I think he's, that's a good good enough reason to. Uh, yeah, we have no problem let, no problem letting Steve in. But he um, yeah. he got the we got the part the the shattered part the new one came in he came in put it in he tried to explain to me yesterday how I've been ex- describing it wrong on the show for what it does. I don't mm. really know. I don't know what it does. It does a thing. It regulates a thing. It's some kind of gas pressure sensor hey the lights on let's make the heater work thing that's all i know and he made it work okay. so it's in there now and it's working and that's all that matters you had opportunity to explain it better yeah and you've explained it worse i've explained it worse but i, I he told At no me no point during your rambling <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not gonna any? yeah you're not gonna get any more out of it than i than i did the other day in fact maybe it's worse today because i really don't know how to explain it but <laughs> um, but it worked and it's great. So good, big thanks good. and big so ups the heat, to Steve. The heat is on, and Don Henley can finally. Yeah, he can finally uh, stop singing about it. He, he can finally can, stop singing. About the, it. the heat is literally on, so he doesn't have to tell me the heat is on anymore. Next, you'll just be doing the neutron dance. Yeah, exactly. And I'm looking forward to it. Also, uh, Brian, you've been feeding your bread. You know your your starter. I there. have been feeding my starter. I, I figured out a better way, a way that I like. Uh, better than the first couple of days of doing it and you know i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask nicole about it when we get her on but we have a um uh, a scale a little gram scale digital gram scale in the kitchen and i start with an empty jar mm-hmm. and then i transfer 113 grams of the starter into the empty jar okay and then i put in 113 grams of warm water on top of that and 113 grams of flour on top of that okay stir it around close up that jar then i'm left with the other jar which i can either wash out to use for the next day or use that starter to make rolls or pancakes or something like that 
This is cool. So look, you got a little yeah. plan. You got a little uh, routine. The, the, the plan. The, the way to do this is to have two jars and go back and forth between the two jars. Well, we got an email about you and your bread. <laughs> we could get this. Is, what the hell are we talking about? Sourdough starter. Sorry, did we ever even oh. say the word sourdough? Where anyway, you been? Yeah. Where you been, Wicked Kitten? You haven't been here listening yeah. for the last few days. Go home yeah. and do your homework, okay? What are you doing there in New Jersey? Be careful out there. New Jersey got hit real bad, man. Yeah, yeah. New Jersey and New York, oof, so bad. I don't like hearing about it, but you need to hear about some of this stuff, you know? Brucifer says 113 grams is overly specific. No, I would disagree because when you scoop, if you have a thing of flour and you try to scoop a cup of flour, yeah, depending on how hard you scoop, you're going to get more or less flour than you expect because sometimes you pack it in there sometimes it's loose in there you're you know you're better off using gram measurements for stuff like that than yeah. you are trying yeah because yeah, it it's super uh, not porous but it's it, it's it can get dense and it can and you yes. don't necessarily want it dense yeah. yeah it can be fluffy or dense <laughs> yes, exactly so weight measures are the way to go weight measures is awesome that's how i like my women fluffy and dense don't tell kim that all right <laughs> Mark Garcia wrote in and said this. Yes, what did Mark Garcia say? He says, hello, Scotch and Bourbon. Listening to episode mm-hmm. 1907. By the way, right now our show number uh, numbers, by accident, match up with our dates. And that will only happen until Thursday. <laughs> because Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because it's 1908 and today's the 8th. Yes, today's yes. the 8th, so it's 1908. Tomorrow's the 9th, it'll be 1909. But then right. 1910, just we don't, through the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we don't we don't number PMs now, so they. Oh really? Yeah, because oh. the, the main feed doesn't get them, so there's no need to number them. Yeah, um, but they'll let people freak out. Like, wait a minute, I'm missing an episode. Oh, I need to become a patron. Okay, I'll become a patron, so my oh, my OCD will be complete with the numbering system. I didn't think of that. Yeah, we'll get a whole bunch of new OCD patrons that's if we, a, <laughs> we a, keep it up. That's system. a that's a tricksy idea. I like it. That's right. Exactly. All right. Well, anyway. Anyway, uh, sorry. Says keep this. No, you're fine. Yes. Uh, listening to episode 1907 with Brian talking about his sour starter. Uh, yes, you should feed the starter at least once a day on the countertop, or sorry, at the counter at room temperature. On the counter at room temperature, sorry. I keep saying countertop for some reason. Anyway, more uh, more often depending on how active the starter is. If it really starts to be smelly, then you feed it again. <laughs> feed me, Seymour. Give this? me more. Give me another 113 grams of flour. When it stinks, what does it stink like? I don't even know. Um, Like, it's like a yeasty... I mean, basically, you're making you're making a yeast is basically what you're doing. The bacteria is, right? Um, I don't know, like a like a smelly gym sock. I don't know what it smells like. Is it kind of like, mine doesn't get smelly because I'm feeding it once a day, and so far it it's not like overacting it. or overgrowing yeah. or anything. Okay, exactly. Uh, he says this. Um, uh, says there, if you uh, if you feed the starter once a week, it needs to be in the refrigerator. It just requires a little more planning. If you know you are going to use the starter, then pull the starter out and feed it a day before you need it. Feed it a day before you need it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure. sure the starter is room temperature before feeding. Uh, room temperature what? Seventy two degrees, seventy something like that. Seventy. Yeah. Okay. In that range. I know. Uh, what if you live in a cold room? How come room temp room temperature is such a vague? It is. It is. Like the guy, is, yes. the, the big uh, uh, snowman thing that took off Luke's hand. Or no, took, yeah. or what, it didn't take off his hand. Cut off the arm. Or no, it the just. Wampa? Yeah, the wampa just hit him real hard. Anyway, yeah. that, that guy's room temperature is very different than mine. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. This is, I try to keep, I try to keep uh, Luke's uh, hand at room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know why I was conflating where he yeah, lost he keeps his, his hand. own arm at room temperature now. There, there you go. Oh, you know what I'm doing. I'm saying because at the end, the Wampa loses his arm because yeah, the Luke Wampa cuts lo- it yeah, off. Luke cuts his arm off with the lightsaber. Right. And then he gets in that he gets in that hot tube of water and 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 talks to Leia from it. Back to tank. Yeah, yes. back to tank. Kisses Leia and kisses <laughs> his sister tank. and. Gives a, a hot, wet, passionate kiss to his sister while uh, yeah. Han Solo shrugs. Yeah. Who's scruffy looking? Yeah, anyway. who's scruffy looking? <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's the Empire Strikes Back in two minutes. Yep, there you go. There's the whole thing. <laughs> so anyways, he says, uh, uh, you have been artisan baking, or no, I have been artisan baking for 10 plus years, and starters can be a bit of a pain if you're not used to doing the starter on the daily. I always suggest the fridge method, method for most home bakers. So Brian, you're already advanced. You're using, you're doing the advanced yeah, I'm tech. Doing the daily, I'm doing daily starter business. Um, and really today it's going to be a matter of figuring out what we want to do with the discard, the starter discard stuff. Cause well, I want to use it. I want to use it for something. Discard's like a game of Hearthstone or something. <laughs> or Uno. Yeah. <laughs> like discard. Yeah. It's the discard pie. I guess you don't discard an Uno. No, you... Rummy. Gin Rummy. Gin Rummy. There rummy. Yeah, there you go. Gin yeah. r- never... I don't... Well, no, I played Gin Rummy because we had that cool app that we played a lot. Remember in the day? That was a fun app where you played Gin Rummy with a bunch of animals in the city. Oh, yeah. You remember that? That was really good. That was good. What was that game? I don't know. I don't know if it's still going or not, but I love that game. That was very good. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Yes, yeah. you got a little four, three other animal uh, players you're playing with, and one of them's really good. Yeah, and, one's great, yeah. and the rest of them are kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> I totally remember that. At the end of this, Mark says, uh, love the show, though. Mark, in the P.S., could I get a screaming car horn? <laughs> there you go. Got it for you. All set oh, up and queued up, perfect. buddy. Uh, always here for you. All right. Uh, one other email this morning. Uh, high stitches and buttonhole. Ew. Ooh, thank you for carefully pronouncing that one. I almost put a news story in today about a scanning device that's built into toilets. This is true. Okay. That recognizes your unique butthole. <laughs> and they're testing it now to do some sort of recognition. I, I don't understand what brown, the ultimate use a is. A brown eye retina scan, basically, is basically, what it does? Yeah, basically. It was so weird, I couldn't do it. I didn't put it in. A rectina scan? <laughs> a rectina scan. Oh, no, I've torn my rectina. Anyway. It says, hello, stitches and butthole. I'm sorry, buttonhole. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't have tight controls. Um, he says, you said on the show today you hadn't heard of a listener with COVID-19 yet. I have good news and bad news. The good news is I'm fine now. Husband and I both had it, though. We were sure when uh, we aren't sure where we picked it up. It was rough, but we both recovered about two weeks after we first got sick. The fever disappeared around day five, and then we coughed and were generally miserable for another eight to nine days. Thankfully, neither of us needed medical care, and we were able to keep our germs at home. Thank you both for keeping us company while rested. Love the show, though. Elizabeth in Washington. You don't so, want to say Muckle Tail? What I say? Oh, I could say it. Oh, I just did. Oh, what is, what is Muckle Tail? Is that a town? Muckletail's a town. Actually, Tina's uh, brother used to live in Muckletail. Oh, what a weird little name for a town. Muckletail, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a a Native American name, Muckletail. It is uh, good to hear from someone who is okay now, that you're not still with it, and that you didn't spread it, and that you're also feeling much better, because that's good to hear. Um, But it sounds nightmarish. In 2008, I had one. I had a flu thing that I think is the sickest I ever got in my life. It was so bad that... For about 17 days, mm-hmm. I had a fever every day of those 17 days. It was Oof. as high as 104 at times. 
The cough was so bad, I thought I was going to die. There were a couple of nights I was sure I wasn't going to wake up. Like, I'll, I'm guessing I experienced then the level that this thing is. It's probably something in this range. And man, I don't want anybody to go through that. I had the, I had dreams and feelings and thoughts I, it, that you would oh, only yeah. get fever under that kind of fever. Are the worst. They're so bad, yeah. dude. So freaking bad. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you're okay, Elizabeth, and uh, anyone else who listens to the, it's the only response I got to the question as to do any of our uh, tadpoolers have it, and uh, that's the only one mm-hmm. I got. So if anyone else out there has a story to tell, we're happy to hear it. We have a request going out the end of the show for uh, going out to somebody who's lost uh, part of their family because of uh, COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's nice that we're doing that, but gross. I know. I know. Sucks. Bad. All right. Um, well, on that note. <laughs> on I that, know. <laughs> on that happy note, let's bring uh, D- Brian Dunaway in here. Yes, let's do that. And see. We'll, bring, we'll put a smile on our faces. Yeah. We'll see what he's all about. And if he wants to help our listeners win some prizes today in a... In Blue Ridge, John, I just saw Jury go live to the uh, Bernie Sanders suspending his 2020 presidential campaign. Well, that'll... I'm 40% of my campaign is going to be out. I'm going to take the other 60%, give it to the billionaires. <laughs> and uh, the 40% of the 60% is going to go to the people. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of Spurner people that are mad. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Now this. Whoops. Hold on. Now that. Wait. Why want to play? Now this. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of a rousing game we call Babel Royale with our good friend Brian Dunaway all the way from South Carolina. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Are you still Hello, working? Brian. Still working your essential job? Is that is that still? I am totally still working my essential job because I am essential. Yeah, you are hey. essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the talking about the bread starter kit before mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah, I was I was eating something yesterday. I haven't eaten in a while. Mm. It was raisin bran. Mm. Cereal oh, yeah. aisle was a little little sparse, so we chose what we could. Mm-hmm. But it did get me to thinking about measurements. Because mm-hmm. I poured my raisin bran, poured mm-hmm. me a little bowl, mm-hmm. and uh, there was no raisins in it. And I'm like, let me look at this box, make sure they're still putting two scoops sure, of raisins. There's actually yeah. raisins in your raisin bran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're still putting two scoops. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. And I thought to myself, hey, Alexa, how, how many how many raisins in a scoop? Mm-hmm. Because I realized scoops could be anything. Scoops, scoops, is, be scoops anything. is not a measurement. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's just scoops. Yeah, right. There's a scoop. There's a scoop in my uh, protein powder that is that could probably hold like eleven raisins. And there's right. a scoop with the sprouts for shoveling up uh, licorice nibs mm-hmm. into <laughs> by the bulk that is uh, three times that. You know, fifty times that size. It yeah, hold uh, a thousand raisins. Hadn't really I, thought about Alexa, it until you brought it up because I don't know what a scoop right. is supposed to be. I have no idea. No, Alexa gave me a very vague answer. Uh, so very vague. Well, that's yeah, what she, she does. That's her job. She, doesn't, she yeah. doesn't know. Her job is to give you as vague an answer as humanly possible, and then you, you know to the, try the to suss it out. The case is, though, probably, is that uh, all your raisins are in the very bottom of the box. Uh, so, really, uh, the last bowl of raisin bran. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a bowl of raisins. It is delicious. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it didn't get me to realizing that I was at took a little further look at the cereal box which i haven't done in years yeah and there's just all kinds of lies on that box man it's just like mm. you know it's just like oh come on yeah. i know how to read ingredients now yeah. this is a bunch of lies yeah you've been Get lied out to cereal you, people you've been lied to your whole life you just didn't know it. yeah 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 how do you feel now you know, one, 
you feel uh, destroyed, uh, ruined? Um. Right. <laughs> and I won't say lies. How about stretching the truth just a bit? For the well, one piece, right one piece of truth they could put on the box is this cereal will clean Brian out. Because right. that's what happens with me and Raisin Bran. It is, uh, <laughs> it is like clockwork. Like, all right, right maybe, I've just eaten the Raisin Bran. I've got, I've got about an hour. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the raisins are the problem and not the brand because I've, oh. I'm just fine today. Mm. No raisins though. Really? My Raisin Bran, just Bran, mm. just Bran. Right, raisinless Bran. Bran is still right. good fiber. You can get some good fiber out of your Bran, but uh, you want the raisins for the sweet and the whatnot. You know, I totally, oh, I, so I feel good. you. Uh, so for some reason the uh, the calling in system is down. I don't know what Google's doing, but Google Voice oh, no. appears to be not working. And I oh wait, maybe one's coming through. Let's see, is it working? <gasps> I think it worked. Hi, uh, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, this is Tracy from Seattle. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, cool. Thanks, Tracy. Tracy. From Seattle. Thanks for is being. Is it Muckle Tao or Muckle Tio over there by you? It's Muckle Tio. Muckle Tio. Okay. Okay, I'll remember that next time I see that weird word. Uh, that's fun to put on an envelope. I'll bet. Anyway, hey, uh, Tracy, <laughs> good to have you here, and I uh, hope you're doing uh, okay up there. Boy, remember when you guys were the were the hot spot for COVID, and now it's like the East Coast? Man, you guys are... Yeah, New York and New Orleans. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're on the downward curve. Yeah, that's good. That's good, good, good. good. I keep hearing like uh, around here people are saying, oh, yeah, Utah's at their peak. And if that's true, we did really well. We ended up having a pretty good curve smash, but uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not holding my breath just yet. I want to, you know, got to see how things go. A little too early to say. Uh, anyway, it's good to have you here. We're going to play a game. Brian's going to explain what it is, what you could win, and what our topic is. That's right, Scott. So I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth and giving <laughs> answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, why don't we have this recorded yet and just play it on a loop? A repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer. The win will go to the other player. Tracy, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top. Based on the topic today, you're playing for a couple of amazing games from Steam. Again, courtesy of Wesley. Uh, Resident Evil Zero HD. This is, this is like... Uh, like the starting point for resident evil mm -hmm. uh this is the remaster so it's resident evil zero hd remaster uh, i guess they couldn't fit any more uh, uh thing titles onto that uh, yeah. that name uh also dragon's dogma dark arisen Ooh, very nice um that's yes. a very that's a very good version of resident evil and probably a great place for people to start i would not recommend the ancient one you know with all the terrible dialogue and everything because don't it's... recommend the ancient one yes <laughs> don't don't even invoke his name um <laughs> but uh, uh did you know anything about uh dragon's dogma dark arisen arisen uh, how many how many arisen how many, how many scoops how many of arisens <laughs> so d so it's don't funny. know about that second one i don't know if you right. meant to do this these are both capcom joints and uh oh. that uh dragon's dogma is a great series nothing wrong with it it's a that's a very good package here i think we're good we're making a very good. nice package yeah uh i gotta give you guys a topic don't i mm. yeah mm. good it. news everyone i've got a topic for you for uh Babel royale today that i think you're gonna enjoy brian do you, do you watch uh futurama Familiar oh yeah, yeah yeah i haven't watched it in a couple of years i've been meaning to Jeez. go back and watch it how well, can you live? I have to have it at least. It. I gotta have it at least once a week, or I'm not happy. That's Dude, how often. Okay, I need well, it. we'll have to see how well you guys do with this. I've been binging, uh, binging it because I, there are a couple seasons that I've missed, so I'm uh, barreling my way through the later seasons, which I never got a chance to watch. I'm loving it. Yeah. But something I noticed <laughs> is that during the <laughs> during the <laughs> opening credits, there are quite a few advertisements <laughs> that you see flash by, both on. Uh, 
billboards and on taxis. And so I, I slowed it down and wrote down all of the oh. advertisements that you see in the opening credits. Now, some of them are advertisements. Some of them are just signs for locations. But there are 15 total. And I'll take any of them that you guys can remember. So, again, Futurama, opening credits, uh, advertisements, and uh, store signs. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Uh, oh, man. I kept thinking, so whatever this is going to be, I'm, I got this sewn up. Because, man, yeah. not a you problem. Love your Futurama, yes. Uh, I thought you were going to ask for the little bylines they do. The little oh, God. There, I mean, there's, what, Every one of them. those? Yeah, every right. one of them has a different one. Mm, okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I'm yes. Nervous. All right. So that's your topic. Uh, and Tracy, you've heard how confident both of them feel in uh, in how they're going to do. Who do you want to start and who do you think is going to win? Uh, I think I'll double down on Scott today. Okay. Double down. Ooh, Scott Scott. Okay. I'm like a big chicken gravy potato mess at the KFC. I'm the double down. All right. <laughs> right um, exactly. So these are... The billboards... Advertisement signs, billboards. Yes. And you don't have to be exact with the with the words on but i mean you know they have to be close enough that it's like yeah that's the one you're talking about oh man uh this is gonna be really hard <laughs> right I right you, i think you'll do there's, i mean there are a few that you could probably guess from just yeah that's what i'm gonna say there's there's a there's a few just like any other intro there's a few things that are probably in the show All i right, think well, i can remember i i, I can remember one well don't say it well, I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. You're just going first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go first. Um, all right. I, I believe there was a... There had to have been like a Fishy Joe's one. Fishy Joe. Probably multiple times, but at least one Fishy Joe's. Uh, those... Well, I thought we'd make it out. I thought we'd make it through at least one or two. No, I guarantee answers. there's a Fishy Joe's. I guarantee it. There is not a Fishy Joe's. No. <laughs> that is not... not true. There has to be a Fishy Joe's one. Maybe, maybe I should go first. Fishy Joe's. <laughs> Hold on, I'm. Go can I Google it? I can't. Uh, let me Google it. Game, yeah, game's over. You can. Google I'm gonna. It. I'm gonna Google it. This is something that that Ibit did on his own. Is no, there like a? I'll do like a. Is there uh, a I'll do like. Well, a, I'm gonna go for. It. Can I go for one just for? Yeah, go for it. Before I Google this, okay, go so for it. Well, I know they definitely. I can see. I can see Slurm in there. Slurm is absolutely in there. Yeah, Slurm. Okay. If Slurm's in there, I guarantee. Oh, okay. I just found it here. Did you? Okay. Yes. I think this counts. Hold on. Uh, okay. I, I Googled Fishy Joe's. Uh, By the way, here's, the, here's where I confirmed it from the uh, the infosphere.org opening sequence. No, that's that's a that is a it doesn't count what they show on the TV with the cartoons. I thought that's what we were looking for. No, no, no. I'm talking about the advertisements that the Planet Express ship flies by. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about the billboards. Bow, bow, and the, bow, bow, someone bow, said bow, the word bow, billboard, didn't they? Yeah, those are billboards. But that's like the TV that usually shows like old cartoons and stuff like that that also changes every episode. Ah, uh, frick. Okay, wait. Can we do a mulligan then? Because right. I misunderstood. I, you know I will let you do a mulligan on this one. Yeah. For, but he can't uh, take the one I had because that's all no, I got. No, no, no. Yep. So, so Brian Dunaway has he's taken Slurm. So, Scott, you uh, basically have to come up with something now to kind of keep the, keep okay. the game going. Hopefully you haven't done too much Googling. To no, I didn't. All <laughs> I did was Googled Fishy Joe's. All yes. I did was Fishy Joe's. That's it. Um, all, all right. right. Well, then these are a little easier. I remember one just says. I think. What? Go ahead. 
But what were you no, I was gonna say I think yeah. Go ahead. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna just not, I'm not gonna say anything. Cause I don't want to give any clues. Go ahead. All right. Go there's ahead. there's a reference to Hypno Toad once. I think it says it's yeah. like either Hypno Vision, Hypno Toad Vision, something like that. Hypno. Yep. Mass Hypnosis Hour right. is the uh, is the the sign with the uh, the Hypno Toad swirlies on it. All right. All right. Don't know Brian, you've claimed Slurm, but uh, uh, you got to come up with another one now. All right. Well, there's. Two more things I can think of that mm-hmm. was often used in the show enough that I think it might be in the intro. One of them I'm not 100% sure on, um, and it's from the first episode. I'm going to hold that one for a second. Ooh, okay. And I'm going to go with um, with Mom's... Uh, some kind of mom advertisement. Yes. I can see her ugly face. Her weird okay. mom's mom's is all I was looking for, but I was going to see okay. if you could come up with the rest of it. Mom's old fashioned robot oil. There is you go. The, uh, is the advertisement that you uh, that you see? Okay. Flying Express flyby. Um. Do you skip the intro, Scott? I never no, skip. No, the I never. I never do. No. But I. But my my. <laughs> I just, they're all blending together. It's hard. Yeah, for the me music to is too good, and the uh, you know the the two funny things that they change in every episode, kind of like the Simpsons couch gag and Bart's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, we should do it. Blackboard. We do should do it. A couch gag, uh, <laughs> Babel oh Royale. God. Jeez, is we this just take the whole show? <laughs> yeah. So Tune is, in for the six-hour. Let me ask Babel you. Royale. Let me ask you this: Is there? Yes. Does this does this also include anything where it's just you know when the words come out and go Futurama and then there's a little text no. under it? That was the first thing that Brian Dunaway asked and I said no. <laughs> oh, I missed and that. I said no. I missed that red light on the on the thing. <laughs> yes. So it's no, just the the billboards and signs that Planet Express flies by before it crashes into the the little cartoon that's playing on the TV set that at one point said Fishy Joe's. <laughs> Damn it. This is hard. Yeah, Bob's Burgers next door sign is another example. Now, see, that would be a good one. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot, but there are a lot of those, I and we, we I, and Kim and I laugh at them every time. But we forget, time. I forget them. I wouldn't know those remember. either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, did they ever have a like a <laughs> shit? <laughs> did they ever have like a um uh what am I trying to say a um like a, a reference to like a itchy and scratchy reference to the Simpsons or something like that. Was itchy and scratchy on there? Oh, uh, you know what? Guess? Let me narrow it down. Was there a Simpsons sure. reference on there? Can I get it that way? That's narrowing there it was out. No, there was no Simpsons reference. References. Reference. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> this one's hard, man. Apparently it is. Wow, I'm, I'm it is super hard. It's not going to be as hard when you start hearing these. You're like, oh yeah, of course, because these. Are, can like, can you think things. of any? Yeah, can you think of any like uh, products? You know, like. So my, I'm out of I have the list in front of me. So I'm out of <laughs> mulligans, right? No mulligans. You don't remember any yeah. products in the in the series itself that they mean, were always like, advertising? There was like slurm. slurm was easy. Slurm was easy, but what else is there? There's like uh, mom's is easy. Mom's was easy. That was is easy. the devil robot up there? Probably not. No. Okay, let, right, me get, just, let me make one more guess. One more guess. Sure, make one more and guess. And it doesn't we'll count. We've already more. lost. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> there had to have there, been... Were there any weasels in that? You know, so not. Weasels? Um, weasels. Some spice no weasels. weasels. Oh. <laughs> I was going to try to give oh, you some there. Spice uh, the, weasels. The Mars uh, Casino stuff. 
Is that on there? Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good not one. on there either, surprisingly. <laughs> what? All right. So, so here's the other ones on there. Wait, wait. I got one more guess. Okay. All right. What's one the more guess? guess? The, is there any reference to the suicide booth? Because this, oh, I would yeah, assume yeah, a lot of this stuff would be. Would be yeah, right? I would think yeah. a lot of this stuff would be a first season stuff. Go ahead. Right, because they all start and they just continue right. throughout. Uh, no. Um, no, <laughs> no reference to the suicide booth. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. Let's see how if these start triggering for you once we uh, go through them right. bachelor chow is the big the big oh, first one you see right. is bachelor chow you yeah. see yeah, that's first season that. too that's when fry moves in with bender right yeah. into robot arms yep exactly yeah. def yeah. uh, defcon owl traps yeah. smart sausages <laughs> uh, liquid, liquid wisdom is on a taxi a hover taxi what? that flies by fleshopoid dating service robot wash is a big one you actually see that one yeah robot wash robot wash in the bottom right corner when you, when they fly into the uh the tv screen got protoplasm those are all the billboards and then the um the store signs you have girls girls aliens all tentacle nice. massage big apple <laughs> bank sexatorium and park 42 all right i'm gonna make park an 42. argument i'm gonna make an argument that, that that probably doesn't need to be made but i'm gonna make it the okay. giant TV that they crash into every time <laughs> isn't just a TV. If it's out in the middle of a city and it's as big as 150 it feet. It changes it. Yeah. Everything else that I described, you see in the beginning of every episode. Have you seen the billboards TV. on your home freeways lately? They change constantly. They're always changing. <laughs> They're electronic now. They show a thing and then they change to a, a lawyer guy and then uh -huh. they switch to a restaurant. That's, that's a billboard. <laughs> I gave you a mulligan. What more do you want? Nobody right, goes, I know. Nobody, listen, nobody in Times Square looks at a giant looks at that giant screen in Times Square and goes, oh, that's a TV. Nobody does that. That's well, a, that's a it sign. Changes. It's a but giant. But it changes. Every, every episode, there's something like Fishy Joe's was on there once in right. however many episodes there have been of the show. Everything else that we described has been on every, every episode of the episode. show. Yeah, you're right. Gosh dang it, that was hard. That was freaking sure. it hard. May be, it, it may be a billboard, and that's why I gave you the mulligan, is that, you know, it may have been misdescribed as a billboard, but it's, you know. I'm just grasping at straws. That's what I'm doing. That All was right. a tough one. I loved it. That was fun. Yeah, I, like I, I lost hard. Tracy, how do you feel I about like, putting your face? in I like in homemade there? trivia that it becomes that way. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. good. Next time on uh, Babel Royale, I'm going to have you name the buildings that you see as Bob Newhart walks to work. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a terrible idea. I love Chicago, but I can't do tall it. Tall building. Uh, Tracy, medium, Tracy, how building. do you feel about your your horrible choice in a candidate today? How do you feel? It's a great choice. Well, it's okay. Every time I call in, I lose. Last right. time I put my face in there, <laughs> no, really? Have you never, right. never won. Uh, all right. Well, I'm. I hereby, I hereby promise that when the next time you call in, that there will be as equal a chance of you winning or losing as there is today. Right. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. We'll see you later. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, Tracy's a good sport. Uh, Brian, you're also a decent sport. You're all right. Um, oh, thank you, What sir. are we doing for Film Sack this weekend? Let's give people an idea. 2012, right? Yeah, Isn't that 20, what we decided upon? 2012, the great disaster film of yes. 2012. And I say great. I don't know if I mean it. Uh, John Cusack drives a limousine and does not hold a boombox over his head. That's right. Woody Harrelson <laughs> plays a weird guy in a van, right? Or something? In a mobile home, yeah. Mobile home. Mobile home. Got, in a park, like a state park, right? Yep. I the president so, yeah. is, uh, uh, I'm too old for this shit guy, um, Danny. Danny Glover's Danny the Glover. president in this? Yeah, he's okay. the president. Is huh. he? Yep. I don't remember that. Not for very long, spoiler. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember I remember two things or three things about that movie. I remember uh I remember a couple uh giant structures at the end that I won't spoil anything for people who haven't seen it. Mm. I remember John Kuzak uh doing like a ramp jump across a 
uh, a crevasse with his yeah. limousine. And yes. I remember Woody Har- Harrelson uh, with his his basically his podcast that he d- makes from his mobile home at the top of All right, his little pirate radio, short-range <laughs> yes. radio thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> I also remember they they were using a lot of digital cameras, and we hadn't gotten great at those yet in 2012, and they looked like digital cameras. It was kind of bad. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So we'll find out together this Saturday on FilmSack. Check us out. That's me and Brian and Brian and Randy playing uh, or having some fun with uh, films. So check it out at FilmSack.com. Yes. Yeah. All right, Dunaway. Uh, anything else you want yeah. to say before I sure, kick you sure? Out? I'm gonna go. Eat, I'm gonna go eat. A, I'm gonna go eat from my box of lies. Ew. All right. <laughs> get some more raisins. Yeah, get some more raisins in there. His box of lies. I've told you this. I told you the story. How about I got a whole box of Lucky Charms that was nothing but the and Lucky Charms. It was all charm. marshmallows. Right? Yeah, that was it. And we decided yeah. to try to eat it. And it made us super sick. It was dumb. Ooh, yeah. yeah, which is funny because now you can get that. Now they actually sell that as a thing do they really i didn't know that yeah yeah you can get uh lucky charms are all marshmallows or at least for a while you could it was like a special a special it was like uh crunch berries all berries oh my gosh well i can't do the sug there's too much sug in there now yeah especially if it's uh all marshmallows yeah that's a lot of sug yes all right uh i assume i don't know what that stuff's made of i have no idea <laughs> let's do what time is it oh we got time for one story so let's do this It's time for the news brought to you by. Have you ever wondered what our pets do when we're not around? One little boy might just have the answer. What does my dog Jack do at night? A new title from author Adam Mock brings to life the dreams of a child and his ideas of what goes on when we're not watching. Jack may seem like a normal dog, but he might just have a few tricks up his collar. This adorable adventure is available now at barnesandnoble.com. So order your copy of What Does My Dog Jack Do at Night? For the little ones in your life. Stay safe, stay home, and read together. The answer in my life is hump a pillow. Hump a pillow. <laughs> All night long. Mm-hmm. All right. Billions of people are under coronavirus lockdowns, as you know. Mm-hmm. And now the upper crust of the earth is shaking less. Now, you wouldn't know that living in Salt Lake City a week and a half ago. but uh, <laughs> Right. No kidding. Got one last, it got one last right in. <laughs> yep. That was like a quick pop and then the Idaho one and then nothing. Uh, about a billion people, four billion people rather, roughly half the world's population have reported being told to isolate themselves in their home and prevent the spread of the coronavirus as the major decrease in the hum of normal human activity has led to a surprising shift in earth vibrations. Hmm. Researchers who study the earth's movement said the mandatory shutdown of transportation systems, businesses, and other human activities has correlated with the planet shaking noticeably less than usual, a drop in seismic noise. The vibrations in the planet's crust is giving uh, scientists a rare chance to monitor small earthquakes, volcanic activity, and other subtle tremors that are usually drowned out by the everyday movements of humans. Pretty fascinating. Um, The quieter vibrations are observed by Thomas Lecoq. 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 Thomas Lecoq. Um... that's French for the cock. <laughs> yes. Uh, Actually, says, in this case, it would be French for the rooster. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it is French for the rooster. <laughs> Don't snuff the rooster. Um, let's see. The seismologist <laughs> at the Royal Observatory of Belgium. That's where they got the uh, the, the, the waffles. Uh, published this week an article in the journal Nature, according to Le Coq. Uh, Such a dramatic decrease in noise can typically be only experienced briefly around Christmas for similar reasons. Because everybody slows down, chills out. Yeah. I looked at the two. I had a slide, one of those slider pictures, you know, where they put a little thing in the middle and you can move it back yeah, and forth and on the web page. Back and forth, yeah. They uh-huh. did that for the LA skyline. 
and I bet it's amazing. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, I bet there's there's got to be one for Colorado too. Denver had a bad a bad brown cloud, and it'd be amazing to see what the uh, what the difference is. We did too. You got you guys get a similar. You get you get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do they call it? We have that? the valley. You know, we've got the what do they the call mountains it? on one side. We have a word for it. It's the inversion. You guys get an inversion. The inversion. Right? We get the inversion in the yes. word in the winter. Yeah, we do too. And yeah. it's just been bad. But man, it's so clear outside. I mean, I'm not saying. I want life to go back to normal. I want everyone to be okay. I want all that stuff. But maybe if we could just figure out a way to keep some of this, just some I, of the clean. I feel like I feel like this is probably going to be the case where a lot of these companies that are saying, all right, well, we've got people working at home right now. It's actually kind of working out for us where we, maybe we can sell part of our office space and take up less space and let people work from home. And maybe that this is kind of the lead into uh, to a lot of that, you know, folks telecommuting and Less traffic and less uh, less smog. It'd be great if that's a, a byproduct of this. Yeah, there's still going to be people I, who who think that uh, the idea of humans are causing too much pollution are going to think it's a hoax. But I don't know how you don't look at this and see the difference. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. obvious. Like it's in your yeah. own eyes. Believe your own eyeballs now, everybody, and your lungs. You're breathing it in. You're totally. looking at it. Yes. Like. It's a difference. It makes a difference. And I'm not some I tree hugging dude. In, Scott, because I have to stay in my house and I can't go downtown and see the no brown, the no brown cloud. Right. But I'm and not- now the earth's going to not not tremble a little bit. How are we going to keep those love and good vibrations happening? I don't know how it's going to work out. Gotta keep those love and good vibrations <laughs> happening. happening. That was that was fun. <laughs> Right then. That's fine. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hang out with our good buddy Tom Merritt, do a little bit of tech talk. We're going to have Nicole here for recommendals, all the fun yeah. stuff you're used to in the latter half of the show on Wednesdays. Before all that, though, a musical selection. Yes, this is uh, this is great. It's funny. This, this came out April of 2019, a year ago. However, I'm just getting promos for it now again, so I think they're they're doing another push for it. Uh, the band is called The Hawthorne Effect. The song is called The Edge. And um, lead singer is a, is a dude whose name I don't know, but he performs as The Hawthorne Effect. He's a musician, scientist, um, and also a psychotherapist. Oh, <laughs> but this is really... So uh, lay down on the couch and listen to the song and then tell me about your mother. Here's the song, The Edge, by The Hawthorne Effect. I had to save myself
to talk to you today about Magic Spoon. I can't believe how much I like Magic Spoon. I have to, okay, real talk here. I was skeptical because growing up as a kid, cereal was like the best thing, right? Sugar cereal. Hey mom, I want, you know, whatever sugar cereal you got. But now as an adult, can't really eat that stuff anymore. Can't do the carbs, can't do the sugar. Can't do the unhealthy parts of things, you know? You're trying to trying to live better. So I opened up a box of this amazing Magic Spoon cereal. And I can't believe how good it is. And yet, it's the healthiest thing. So I really, really like it. Um, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only 3 net car- uh, grams of carbs in each serving. All right? Zero, 12, and 3. An amazingly set of low numbers. There are four great flavors. Cocoa. Fruity, frosted, and blueberry. I've tried all of them. They're all really good. I think if I had to pick a favorite, though, I'm probably going with fruity and blueberry. Again, it brings out the kid in me, I guess. They taste amazing. Honestly, a little too good to be true. It's just shocking. I I was so skeptical going in. I know I keep pounding on this, but it's true. It's also keto-friendly, so if that's the kind of lifestyle you're living, you're going to love this. Gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And uh, man, I just love it. Absolutely love it. Um, the 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 big the big kicker for me or the big takeaway is you can eat and feel like you were when you were a kid, and none of this stuff mattered. Didn't matter how full of sugar this stuff was. But as an adult and as a kid now, if you got kids, they're gonna love this stuff. Uh, go ahead and get it. Side note: some of the coolest art I've ever seen on a cereal box. I'm completely sold, and I am not saying that because they're sponsoring. I'm saying it because I mean it. Here's what I want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS. Grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed by 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. 
That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use that code TMS for free shipping. And we thank them again for sponsoring the show. You were embarrassed by your messy hair and the fingernails you had neglected to clean. What's Scott Johnston and Brian Ibbotson doing? You know those guys got talent. This is The Morning Stream. I'm muted. There we go. We're back, everybody. Hello. Hi. That was a cool song. I like that. That was cool. Really, uh, I like the buildup, right? I like yeah. I like songs that kind of have that buildup and then a big old crescendo. Uh, the Hawthorne Effect, uh, The Edge is uh, the song. So check him out. I think it's actually, you can actually find it as a free download. Um, what's the web, uh, the uh, Facebook site? Mm. Uh, Facebook.com slash the 373. And you can download that song for free and check out more of the Hawthorne Effect. Very, very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that means time for this right here, right now. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man, as always, is Tom Merritt. He's here on Wednesdays to talk about technology in these weird times we live in. Tom Merritt, hello and welcome. I am the Jesus Jones of technology right here, right now. You could have stopped. Oh, I thought it was going to be real, real, real. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah also that. <laughs> could, could have been that. I thought you were just going to stop at Jesus. I am the Jesus, and then that's it. <laughs> I am the Jesus. It was Don't a comma, with the yes. Jesus. <laughs> I am the Jesus. Jones. Mr. Uh, Jones. Well, Tom, I hope uh, I hope you're well. You doing all right? Hopefully hanging in there. Everything going yeah, okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, pretty good. Made kimchi yeah. here at the house. So, uh, yeah, kimchi. It'll save you. It will save Eat you. Eat all the kimchi. Yep. Eat it all. When I was younger, actually. I made some uh, kimchi scrambled eggs oh, on Sunday. Okay. See, now now we're talking. Mm. When I was in high school, my brother was convinced that if you got a cold, I'm not, mm-hmm. by the way, let me preface this by saying I'm not, I'm not claiming I have a coronavirus treatment at all here, but <laughs> if you had a cold and you ate kimchi, you were more likely to rip through it because it would just clear out your whole sinus system if you had the real hot stuff. Yeah, that goes with the with the use spices to clean out your 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 nasal passages kind of mm-hmm. theories. Sure. There's sure. there's been some evidence that it, it definitely helps kind of flush out your system, but it doesn't really cure anything. No, just, the virus doesn't maybe, care. Maybe helps speed it along. Yeah, yeah, the virus doesn't give a crap. It's kind of like when I used to play basketball and I'd get sick. Um, I would get through the illness faster if I played basketball and played a lot, but that was really just my body f- just sort of flushing myself out like it would normally if I was all hot and sweaty yeah. and it was, it was a miserable experience to play basketball while you're sick, <laughs> but you would, I would always like shave a couple of days off of the illness. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I mean, not, you have to be careful with these kinds of correlations, right? Yes. And I also do not, yes. again, just to reiterate, this is not me saying <laughs> it cures it. I heard him <laughs> say it. It cures it. I, we are not misinforming the public today. I'm just giving you an anecdotal experience. I want to point out though, that, uh, stress can, it's been scientifically shown stress lowers, you know, your ability to fight off infections. Right. Uh, dramatic tension in movies can cause stress. Mm-hmm. And no. John Cusack movies have a lot of dramatic tension. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> uh. I, I love where you're, where you're headed with this. I am, to I am too. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and no, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it. There's, there's a reason Tom said that and I'm not going to spoil why. Cause there's <laughs> something there, cool. Though? 
Is well, there? there there might be. We'll see. There's I didn't a, say there was. A, yeah, he doesn't know. It's so over two thousand reasons that uh, Tom said that. <laughs> yeah, more than that even. Like just over that, or maybe you said that. Yeah, anyway, I said over. Oh, yeah. you did. Okay. Hey, uh, so Tom, what? What? <laughs> I just I think I talked over his all. Uh, I need to. I just need to know what's happening in tech today. Is there anything happening in the world? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I like to get in front of these stories, especially for you guys on TMS. Uh, there's a, a Cisco Talos security group study out uh, showing how to subvert fingerprint authentication. Uh, if you read responsible reporting like Ars Technica's about this, uh, they do a really good job at this. Dan Gooden has been on this beat for a long time, does a great job. Uh, you can find out what the actual risks are. Basically, what Talos Security did was said, okay, if we have a budget of $2,000, in other words, let's make this practical. Uh, not something that you have to have a million dollar budget for. Can we subvert fingerprint IDs on phones? Because there, there was, if you re recall, when Touch ID first came out, there was some subversion of that, but they've mm -hmm. strengthened it since then. We have lots of different implementations now. Uh, they are stronger than ever. So the researchers found that they needed a clean reproduction of a target's fingerprint to begin with. The best way was to trick them into sticking their finger into some clay. That seems unlikely. <laughs> I uh, want to know what the story or what the ideas are for how to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, it might be hard to get someone to do that. So they were also able to lift fingerprints off like a wine glass, very spy style, uh, or, or something that might be good for a high security target is a fingerprint reader, like at a customs. Mm. You, you might be able to get an image after that. Then you had to do a lot of touching up to get that fingerprint to be a 3D model you could print. You then had to print a 25 to 50 micron precise mold. Uh, even when they did that, they had to try 50 fingerprint molds before they got one to work. And then once they had gone to all that trouble, they were able to, if they had physical access to the device too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, then they were able to get the AI case padlock, the Huawei Honor 7X, and the Samsung Note 9 phones to be bypassed every time, 100% of the time. Mm. Uh, rest of the phones on average was about 80% of the time. And the only ones they weren't able to bypass were five laptops running Windows 10, the verbatim fingerprint secure USB drive, and the Lexar Jump Drive F35. Uh, they also said they got a 0% success rate on the Samsung A70, but they weren't sure if that was valid because they also had problems getting the A70 to unlock with legitimate fingerprints. Oh, <laughs> oh ouch. Oh, no. Whoops. Ooh, that's but no the good. point of all of this was to say for 95% of users, if you're not a high security state uh, target, mm. you're well protected by fingerprint ID. It takes a lot to get through this. However, if you are someone who who could be a target of a sophisticated attack like this, where we're you know where a heist movie uh, kind of plot would be involved, then yeah, you might not want to rely on on fingerprint security. So it's valuable research, but for the most of us, it it actually reassures that it. Well, like with all security, nothing is 100% secure, and this is very secure. It would take a lot to break it. So it sounds like to me, if you had a high-profile target, let's say you were trying to get Jeff Bezos's fingerprint to get into his stuff or something, just as an example, um, maybe it'd be worth it. Otherwise, scammers should put their efforts, money, and effort into things like mass fishing old people because that works yeah, still yeah. or whatever this is for like i want to stop that investigative journalist i want to get into break into the phone of a diplomat you know stuff like that yeah high level spy movie kind of stuff like you said uh that's a fascinating topic um 
There's a lot of that makes me happy. It makes me oh, but we, what about Face ID? They haven't figured that one out yet. This have was they? not yet. Yeah, this was only testing fingerprint okay. uh, authentication. They didn't look at Face ID. To do, Mission to do Impossible that, has that one figured out. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they got to figure out a way <laughs> to take the face off. Yeah, <laughs> they got to they got to trick me <laughs> into the movie Face Off. Yes, <laughs> they got to trick me into face planting into a pile of clay. To make it work, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I make a mold. Would you mind putting uh, this uh, clay on your awesome. face for just a second? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeannie says, unless you cut off your hand. I, I think cutting off someone's hand and using their fingerprints is actually harder than what these guys did. Yeah. Because they'll know you did it, yeah. right? <laughs> like, right. wait a minute. I think someone's trying to break into a device. They just cut off my hand. Yeah, my hand has been removed. I think this. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm tipped off as to what's happening. Hold on a minute. Yeah, so really, strange. Darth Vader was just into uh, identity theft. Yeah, that was it. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was trying to break into Luke's phone. Exactly. <laughs> there no, used to. Luke, I am in your contacts. <laughs> when, I, when it was uh, back when that movie was new, there was a theory in my group of young friends that the reason Luke jumped off wasn't to get away from Vader. Uh, <laughs> it was to hand. go get his hand. That was the thing. <laughs> Everybody's like, no, he went off to get his hand. That's why you jumped off there. He thought he could save his hand. I'm like, I don't think that's it. I think he was just trying to escape and then hang out for My the... Wait for the... <laughs> <laughs> well, a hand is lightsaber. I mean, yeah, the hand, but he lost his lightsaber. Oh, right. The important... Yeah, the lightsaber is the, big, the yeah. big one, too. The one that did shatter in 30 was, more years. I hate to go off on this tangent, and this will be really quick, but there was a comic that just came out. And, uh, we should have mentioned it with Steven Schleicher, but a comic that shows... Um, Luke going back to the uh, the trash pile at the bottom of the Bespin Cloud City air ducts and talking to the Ugnats there and saying, have you seen it? It's about yay big, silver. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like yeah. it. Uh, very nice. Well, uh, well, now we know how it got, uh, yeah, how, how it got recovered. There you go. Yes, uh, exactly. So Tom, today, Daily Tech News Show. That's the thing. That'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be on there and I'll be talking about the tech of the day, including the story here. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we go? Indeed. Uh, thanks to everybody who has picked up Tom's new book, Trigger, T-R-I-G-O-R. It's a novel about a time traveler saving the universe, and uh, people seem to like it. I'm getting some good good feedback on Twitter. Uh, if you have picked it up and read it, uh, the best thing you can do to help me out is go to Amazon and leave a review. Uh, the more reviews you get as an author, the the, the more it surfaces in other places and helps people uh, decide whether they want to buy it or not. Uh, and and if you haven't checked it out, please do. Tom'sNewBook.com. I think that sounds like a reasonable request and also a great thing. So everybody go do it. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Daily Tech News Show today at 2.30. I'll be on. He'll be on. Roger, Sarah, the whole business. Check it out. See you, Tom. Bye, Bye Tom. He just saluted us in a sort of Nazi he way. He did. It was really, really cool. Was, I feel honored it's by not, Tom. Not, it was Nazi-ish. It was a little Nazi-like. <laughs> Jeez. A little bit of Heil, Heil something in there. Just I put, the, uh, put a link to that photo, by the way, in our Discord. So oh, it's Luke did? saying, he's oh, talking yeah, to it, not saying, it's a metal cylinder about this long with black grips and a few switches on the side. <laughs> Would have dropped down here from the central wind tunnel a few days ago, gotten sucked into this room. You guys see anything like that? That's great. He's already got his new hot hand, too. In that she shot. does, yes, yeah. All right, very good. Yognot, like the kind of uh, it is, it is. There, I've spoken. That guy, right? Isn't he a Yognot? Yeah, right. Yeah, the, he was an Ugnot. Yes, it was a. They're good at taking apart C three PO and good at hiding out on remote uh, planets, waiting for Mandalorians. Yeah, which is what you want out of your Yognot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a lot like uh, 
uh, like uh, what's his face from uh, uh, Down Mountain Beverly Hills, Nick Nolte. Oh yeah, he Nick, yeah. S- sounded an awful lot like him. Hmm. So much like him. <laughs> Might have been him. I've been considering a rewatch of that, but I haven't had time because there's so much other stuff. There's so much other stuff to watch right now, yeah. Just kind of in the mood, you know? You kind of want to get just a little taste of it. Yeah. All right, we're buzzing into Nicole's world. Buzz, uh, buzz, buzz. Oh, I heard it. So there that means is. we got to play that now. As you know, Nicole Spagnolo joins us on Wednesdays, and we do recommendals, stuff we found on streaming services that we like and we think you might like, and uh, we talk about them here on the show. That's Plenty funny. of opportunities hey, Nicole, for this sort of stuff. You feeding your? Are you feeding your starter daily, or are you doing the fridge technique? What do you do? Uh, right now, I'm doing it daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I might, move, I might, I might put it in the fridge. Are you? Is it? I mean, so when you guys say you do it daily, it's not like you gotta. Hey, hey rusty nails. Oh. I. I look rough because I'm quarantined like the rest of the world. Yeah, jeez, rusty, <laughs> rusty wow. nails. What do you look like? Send us a photo of you, yeah. buddy. Yeah, send us a photo of yourself right now, rusty nails. Jeez, I the Oh, oh, somebody in the chat bad. room forgets that there are real people on the other sides of these <laughs> cameras. Interesting, rusty nails. <laughs> We're gonna have to put you in a special category of tadpooler for a while. Hmm. Rust shaming is what we just did. <laughs> Rust shaming. <laughs> Rust shaming. Oh, I All look right. rough because my hair's a, here. Let me let me get beautiful. Oh, look at that flowing. Well, you don't. You don't do a whole like makeup thing before uh, you come on the show. Uh, Actually, I did put on makeup today. <laughs> you look. I think See, you look great. I think you look great. Brian and I always look like shit. So who cares? It's like exactly. it's all good. Exactly. All right. So we should anyway, dive. We should so dive right in. About, you were talking about feeding your starter uh, daily and then Rusty Nils interrupting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he did. So wait a minute. Uh, when I, you when you guys say you have to feed it daily, does that mean you have to keep an eye on it all the time, or can you just no, check it every morning? No, no, okay. No, just once a day you take. Uh, four ounces of it out, put into a new jar, dump some more water, and dump some more flour into it. Okay. What do you do with your leftovers? I haven't done anything yet, but I'm going to make oh. pancakes. Ooh. I was going to say, the pancakes yeah. are amazing from it. Because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to waste it, my right? Bread did, my bread didn't turn. No, that's the leftover. A lot of times, people just throw it away. Yeah. Because there's so much of it. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. I just love the end <laughs> result. I'm no good at making it, but I like eating it. I can tell you that. Um, so, do the kids just yell for you when you're doing recommendals, or is yes. this like 24 Actually, hours a day? It's all the time. Like, Mom! Mom! <laughs> oh my gosh. She, uh, what, do, do they need something important? Do we? Do you need a moment to see what's up there? Are they good? Oh. Yeah, let me go check on her. All I'll right. be back. All right, she's going to go all check right. on her. Brian, uh, wait, we're not going to play your clip until Nicole comes back because obviously oh, okay. she needs to hear it. But That's uh, right. You know what? It gives me a chance to talk about two things mm-hmm. that are, are not, they're recommendals, but they're not ones I have a clip for. Number one, Parasite is now streaming. Yeah, we have no Hulu. excuse. No excuse. No excuse. You must watch it now, now that it is on a service you're probably already paying for. Go watch Parasite. I, I, I would have used it as a recommendal, but I talked so damn much about that movie uh, last year in the beginning of this year because I loved it so much. So mm-hmm. I am not going to talk any more about it. So, boom, there you go. Okay, I'm very excited Here's. to see it finally, so I need to see it. Yes. Um, I'm also going to talk about one other movie that I didn't bring an audio clip for because there's not – I mean, there's some dialogue in there, but 
um, it's it's worth checking out, especially if you watched Moon recently, mm-hmm. um, based on Film Sack. The movie is called Mute. Oh yeah, I mean to see, I Netflix. meant to see that. Yeah, and it 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 takes place in the future. Um, takes place a little bit longer after Moon. I guess 2052, while Moon took place in 2035. So a few a few uh, years after that, but there is one scene where you see Sam Rockwell and a bunch of Sam Rockwells in uh, in a news article about uh, the the cloning thing going on. That's cool. But for the most part, the movie is about Alexander Skarsgård as a uh, as a mute, an Amish as a as a an Amish boy who was in an accident in a motor uh, uh, motorboat accident and um lost the ability to speak so he's mute and it's kind of like there's a little bit of a blade runnery feel to it but not quite as high tech as blade runner mm. but it's also by duncan jones paul rudd and justin thrower in it and they play i don't know a couple of the most complicated characters mm. uh, i've seen in a long time that you want to really like them but you also really want to hate them and it's what really really is this? i missed this the clip is, this no, we didn't play the clip yet. This is just like a little preview. This yeah. is a, a secamental. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not my primamental. Yeah. Uh, but then this movie's <laughs> called Mute, and it's on um, on Netflix. It's the, I wouldn't really call it a sequel to Moon. It just, it's in the It's in the universe, universe yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's the same, yeah. same oh. universe. Same, it's on the Earth <laughs> this time. So, so it's why didn't you, yeah. you didn't want to do, I mean, I guess. I have a, I have a primary recommendal that we're going to. So is it because he's mute you didn't have a clip? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get oh, it. Really? There's not. There's there's very limited dialogue in the in the movie. There's some dialogue. I mean, Paul Rudd talks a lot, and Justin Thoreau talks a lot. But trying to find audio clips on uh, online is like, eh, I don't really like that one. And this one gives too much away. And hold on, is Justin so, Thoreau? Or sorry, not Justin Thoreau. Alexander Skarsgård is he the one I'm thinking of the, from the vampire thing from yes, True Blood? From True Blood. Okay. Yeah, I the, like the him. really tall guy. Yeah, he's like the he's guy. the Amish oh. mute. See, I always think of that one guy. Yep, I know who you're thinking uh, of. I, I do the, the same thing. The one that's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes, uh, Peter. Yes, Sars- Peter Sarsgaard. Yep, I get him yeah, mixed Peter. up He's every time. He's a Sarsgaard. Alexander is a Sarsgaard. And then there's the guy from <laughs> It. Right? Yeah. Then there's right, the old guy. He's also a Sarsgaard. Yes. Yeah, the guy, the guy <laughs> that was in Sarsgaard. the the dude. What was in uh, uh, Chernobyl last year is a Sarsgaard or Sarsgaard. There's a lot of dudes, uh, a lot of Sarsgaards, a lot of, uh, and they're all Swedish. Those bastards. He was in Castle uh, um, Castle Rock too, as mm. uh, the first season of Castle Rock. Castle Rock, got it. Castle Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Robo Jeff in the chat room points out, he says, Mute has terrible reviews. It does, and I don't know why, because I really liked it. I thought it was great. It was great world building. And there were, like I said, Paul Rudd and uh, Justin Thoreau's characters were really, really amazing. Mm. Justin, it is a oh, go ahead. Justin Thoreau from The Leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing in The Leftovers. He's great. Oh, you do need you to finish that. You need to finish The Leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> Before they go bad. Finish your Leftovers. <laughs> It will not go bad. It's so good. That was a freaking great show that is. Yeah. yeah you'll love that. Yes. Anyway. It was amazing. All right. So those are neither of those are my primary recommendal. Now you can play the clip of the of my primary recommendal. It'll right. probably be pretty obvious when you hear the content. Well, here goes. Uh, I will play your clip of mental after Nicola Mental got back from talking to her child of mental. Here we go. <laughs> this is uh, Brian's clip. And where is it? There it is. Now we'll play. You're a master of the stall. Whoops. Sorry. I screwed that up. We at NASA were given no indication the Soviets were so close to a landing. The intelligence provided by the CIA was faulty and inaccurate. Hold on now, wait a minute. 
We did report two launches of the Soviet N-1 rocket. One launch in January and then one this past week. Both launches were duly noted in our intel reports to you. You said they were unmanned tests. We said we had a 95% confidence level the January vehicle was unmanned. But we only had 80% confidence on the second launch. Only 80%. The president must understand that our technology is vastly superior to the Russians. The N-1 is a crude and unsophisticated vehicle compared to the Saturn V. All the president cares about right now is getting an American on the moon as soon as possible. Can you move up the launch of Apollo 11? The vehicle could be ready. But the phase of the moon would not be correct. The phase of the moon? Come on. Uh, that's that. I'm speaking to the Skarsgård guy. Mm-hmm. He's in there. That's for all mankind, yeah? Oh, no, not Skarsgård. Uh, yeah. He's not in there. It's the other guy. It's He's not in there. Kinnaman. Yeah, that's Colm Fiore is who you're hearing there. Yeah. Uh, I thought we recommended this one already. Did we already uh, no, because I haven't watched it until now. Scott hasn't watched it yet. Have you watched it? I Nicole? watched two episodes. I may have talked about it, I but I don't think because I... it's on Apple, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. I did a full I recommendal. Remember... I think. It yeah, was I remember a... we talked about it. I finished. Right. We finished right. episode ten, the last of season one, last night, mm-hmm. and I loved this thing. It was uh, it was really really good because it's alternate reality, right? Mm-hmm. It is, and it's funny because in doing some research about it. Um, the Russians really were close to a moon landing at the end of 1968, several months before the Americans landed. And it was the fact that um, one of their engineers, uh, Leonov, I think, mm-hmm. had died. And basically it caused the, uh, caused the, the Russian space program, the, the moon landing program, to be set back several several years oh, wow. and so the americans actually beat the russians to the moon but in this reality leonov didn't die he became the first man on the moon in um in june 1969 instead of neil armstrong and it's interesting all that happens in the first 10 minutes right so it, like it sets that up and then the rest of the series is about um america racing to get to the moon some problems that happen uh, along the way women in the space program a lot of a lot of really cool storylines that kind of centralize around this this uh um this plot and uh, joel kinnaman who um was fantastic in the killing uh he's good in everything and he's good in everything he really is yeah, um he's he's kind of the main astronaut in this edward baldwin uh, baldwin and um you also get uh, Penny from Lost. It plays an astronaut. Um, Weird. Uh, I got to look up her name because I can never remember it. Sonia uh, Walger. Mm. Uh, uh, it's not Penny's boat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sonya oh, Walger. Penny. Penny, yeah. Penny from Whitmore. Lost. Yes. Whitmore. Uh, Penny Whitmore, exactly. Yeah. That was the name. I can't believe I remember um, that name. I liked Penny. She's cute. Yeah, uh, and Michael Dorman is in this. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy also from True Blood. He was... Uh, he was the sheriff, I think, in the town that True Blood takes place in. Kind of a oh yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Chris Chris Bauer. Yeah, he's in um, all. He's in a bunch of other stuff too. That guy's great. I freaking love yeah. that dude. The yeah. sheriff. Yeah. The sheriff. No, no, no. I was thinking of the guy who ran the restaurant. Never mind. No, yeah. no, no. Nope, it, not the not the werewolf guy. No, I, I, met, uh, him. <laughs> I met him. I met him in real life. Did you? A, did you at a Dragon Con or something? A Dragon Con. Yeah. Wow. Did he go? I, did he go? It's okay, and then run. It's not the same guy. But. I don't know. I I didn't like the interaction, <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of not a fan anymore. Sorry, dude. <laughs> wow. All right. It was not a good. It was not a good interaction. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm glad he wasn't Chris Bauer, who is yeah. in uh, for all mankind. <laughs> anyway, if you've bought an Apple product recently, you've probably got a year, a free year of 
Apple TV Plus, and uh, you could do far worse than watch For All Mankind. This this was a really good, uh, a really good watch. It's also and, only uh, like what four ninety nine a month, cheap. So it is cheap, and it's worth mm-hmm. it, especially for stuff like um, amazing stories. If, and if you add it all up with everything else, no. Well, if you <laughs> if you have to have every service, sure. Like right now, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not doing HBO right now because yeah. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. not. But um, like who I think right now is Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. And that's it. Those are the only ones I'm paying yeah. for, I think, right Hulu. now. Oh, and Amazon Prime, because you have Prime. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, we kind of all paid for three years of it, right? Yeah, so we yeah. just kind of sit back and enjoy. Yeah, just use it while you got years. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, here's my clip. Uh, I think you guys might recognize it. I don't know. And I also know Nicole already sort of talked about it, but I don't care because I loved it so much. I have to talk about it again. So here it is. <laughs> Showing Dad your van. That's your whole list? What list? Oh, what's that? I'm just working on a list of things I wanted to do with Dad. You know, play catch, take a walk, driving lesson, share my whole life story with him. That's cool. Oh, but before you cast Dad's spell again, you're going to have to practice your magic. All right. It's probably obvious. I don't know. but uh, such a great movie. It is one of my favorite things ever. I loved Onward so much, I want to hug it and make out with it. <laughs> Caress it and make it your own. That's right. It's uh, it's just a... I thought for a minute, though, you were going to... might have been the uh, other show. That what is not very Disney. Oh, uh... I'm not, I'm not okay with this. Oh, I lo- <laughs> I, we talked about this the other day on Monday. I, uh, I just basically reiterated your... I brought you up. In fact, I invoked you. And said, hey, remember how Nicole said, watch, I'm not okay with this? Well, turns out she was right. That is a fantastic little mini uh, show. It's incredible. It's so good. I can't believe it is what it is. Like, it's so good at being a John Hughes movie at the same time that it's a slightly raunchy 80s comedy. Mm-hmm. At the same time that they, they, they it's in modern your, your dryer day. dryer is singing to us, Nicole. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, my it's office right. is stuck in the laundry room. Her... <laughs> Her kids are yelling her name. Her her dryer is saying, please empty me. Mark is probably, Mark needs something. Who knows what? Nobody knows. Mark is over there feeding the sourdough starter. Everybody's busy with that out. But I cannot believe, I cannot believe Onward made me tear up about a van. I can't believe yeah. that happened. Really? Oh, wow. It's amazing. And also, it's really heartfelt. It's that magic Pixar stuff that they are able to, seems like they're the only ones that really are able to get out the emotions the way they do it. And it just was freaking wonderful. If you've got cool. brothers, you're really going to feel it. If you've got uh, a dad who's passed away, you're going to really feel it. And none of these are spoilers. They're just the premise of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get all this in the trailer, yeah. Even if you're uh, you're an only child, like Brian, you're an only child. You're still these themes are still going to sing to you. They're going to mean something to you. I don't know. I'm an only child. My dad's still alive. I, I'm not care about it. It's still. It's a great. It's a great. It is fantastic. I, 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 I know, dude. I can't I wait am, to watch it. Yeah. I'm surprised they moved it to Disney Plus to, as fast as they did. Well, they, they had really to. Did. What else are they going to yeah. do? They got to like you know get it out there. Well, they could milk the they could milk the rental market for a little. Yeah. Bit more. Like, well, it did. It wasn't even rental it was purchase only mm-hmm. yeah they didn't so I, paid, oh, I thought i thought for a week it was uh it was rental no i didn't see i i guess okay. i, I think like you had to buy it hours i think yeah, yeah i, I think you had it. to buy it yeah i think that's okay. the way it works oh, but probably yeah and it was probably like oh if we do rental we'll just get the one-off if we put on disney plus we're going to get the people who aren't subscribed to disney plus mm-hmm. joining disney plus just to see this i'm sure that it was may. a i'm sure that yeah. that was a, a a strategic choice and they yeah. had their reasons but i'm really glad they did it 
and uh, Kim and I loved it, and it made me a, ba- a babbling idiot when it, at the end. <laughs> and I just loved it. Oh my gosh, the thing that they did the best, in my opinion, and they just keep doing this. This is the problem with with knowing that people who are our age, Brian, are they're the ones making all the stuff now, right? Mm-hmm. That's the age group. And so, what are they writing? They're writing stuff about their youth. So this thing's set in a modern context. There's cell phones and there's all that. But it's like it's ripped from 1985 in almost every other sense, the music and the stuff. And that's what I loved about um, I'm Not Okay With This. Same thing. That mm-hmm. thing's set in a modern mm-hmm. era. But it feels like it was ripped from the mid-80s. And I just, they're all speaking to me. They're speaking well, my that's language. that's why Stranger Things is so like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. very 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, just can't I say like enough it. about it. I think Onward is incredible. It, uh, it's it's my favorite thing I've seen this year. I loved it. So Aww. watch it. Can't cool. wait to see it. All right, Nicole. Uh, so Trolls uh, 2, basically, I think it's called World Tour, um, mm-hmm. is going video on demand this Friday. So if you're home with kids and you're looking for a fun movie, uh, they're putting it. It was supposed to be in the theaters, but it's not. Watch it at home. What's your take on? Uh, hey, what's your take on that Elmo thing? He's going to do some special stream for a bunch of kids. You hear about that? I didn't. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's. Um, I know Mo Willems, which is, he's a hugely popular uh, book writer. Mm-hmm. He does the Penguin, or no, the Pigeon. The Pigeon needs a bath. The pink Pigeon. Well, he's been doing daily doodle sessions with kids. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. That's very cool. Yeah. No, Dolly yeah. Parton has been doing live streams where she reads uh, stories. Like she read the little engine that could. This little engine just couldn't do it. Couldn't get up. Couldn't get up. Well, and she's had for years a program where she will just send kids books for free. Oh, that's cool. Like it's a whole book program. She's great. Um, It's in certain places of the United States um, that you can just have Dolly Parton send your kids some books. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. She says, now y'all just prop these up on your breasts and you read those books like I do. I love Dolly. She's pretty great. Her. She's pretty great. So here it is. Sesame Street's Elmo to host Playdate special to comfort kids during coronavirus crisis will air on multiple oh. Warner Media networks. That's that's cool. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Nicole, tell us your uh, deal. Oh. What do you got there? All right. Here's mine. Let me. Oh, I probably should give it to you. Yes, <laughs> probably. Put it probably. You know, read my Nicole mind. Nicole, give it to you. Let me read your mind. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole go. go and give it to you. All right, I'm going to play there it without go. looking. I'm just hitting the little button here. Here okay. we go. Don't know how loud this is. Hopefully loud Who's enough. Who's in the bad place that would shock me? Ah, well, Mozart, <laughs> Picasso, Elvis, basically every artist ever. Uh, every U.S. president except Lincoln. That sounds about right. What about Florence Nightingale? That was close, but no, she didn't make it. Wow, all those amazing people down there it just seems so hard to believe again it's an incredibly selective system most people don't make it here but you a lawyer who got innocent people off death row you're special eleanor and by the way welcome to your new home oh it's perfect isn't it you see in the all right yeah i think i have an idea in the what <laughs> that's a funny place to cut it off especially since it begins by saying in the bad place yeah uh, yeah that was kind of a yeah, giveaway yeah. but uh are you had you not seen this before and this is your first um, uh... so here's the funny thing about the good place and and my viewing i started i watched like the first two episodes and i got bored of it mm. so i i didn't get back into the good place until 
season three. And I watched the whole season three and I'm like, I should probably go back and watch the first two seasons. Mm -hmm. So I ended, I've been, I find that with this show, it is a great put it on. And I'm like, I was kneading bread and I'm making masks. So I'm like, I'm doing things, but I I have it on and I'm watching it as I'm, as I'm kind of keeping busy. Mm. And it's a perfect show for me for that. And I just adore it Mm. so much. It's funny because I've tried to sit down and just watch it and I don't, I get distracted. Mm. So I don't know. I don't, that's so, so some shows are like that for me too. I don't, I understand that totally. There's yeah. some things I'd ra- I'd much rather have happening while I'm trying to do other stuff and it just works. Yeah. So if this one's working for you in that way, that's, that's great. Yeah. But, uh, it, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It is, is, it is very much because Seinfeld is that for my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. He yeah. just puts it on in the background. Yeah. And I have a feeling the good place for me is that comfort show that I'm not necessarily paying a lot of attention to, but I like having it on while I'm doing other things. That's pretty so, cool. So, yeah, I I really, it's grown on me. Mm-hmm. So, because at first I was like, I everybody loves this show. Oh, my God, they love the show. And I just didn't get into it. And it wasn't until, like, the I knew the reveal mm-hmm. that I got, went back and got more into it. So, I think it's great. It's on Netflix. If you're wondering if you haven't had a chance to watch it and maybe, maybe you need to start with uh, season three, like me. (laughs) (laughs) And then treat the first two seasons. (laughs) Get right into it. Oh, that's great. Uh, I love love it as well. Although I'm way, way, way behind. So I just need to binge it now that it's over. I just need to get ripped ripped through it. Um, Did anybody see the final uh, modern family deal? Was it any good? Was it uh, tonight? Uh, It was tonight. watched it i haven't watched that show in a long time because it's over after this like the little yeah tonight is the final episode so um, i saw a screenshot i didn't know the asian baby was like a teenager now (laughs) right yeah same same actress too like she's uh stuck with the show that long but um that show has kind of always been hit or miss and so tina are like yeah we're ready for it to go but we'll watch we've watched the last season because it's like all right well we know it's ending so let's watch the last season well it's it has its charms so uh, Phil Dunphy is still a hero of mine. I love him. He is. He's the be- <laughs> Tiber is the best part of the show. For yeah, sure. he's really great. Although, don't yeah. don't uh, what if you're if you're un- if you're like me, try not. Well, don't do like me and see the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead before you see Modern Family, because he is a <laughs> complete a hole in that movie. <laughs> right. And yeah. it, and it took me like four episodes to get over it. So there you go. So I wrote yeah. a note down to come back to this. Uh, when you mentioned the leftovers, I have to ask you, is there any certain scene in that show that you think of often? Yes. I have a, there's one scene that I randomly will think about. Yeah. I think about, okay, mine's easy or it's just one that always pops up. Um, it's when Carrie Coon, uh, when, when they do a flashback and Carrie Coon's family disappears. No, that's, that's the one that gets, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to predict yours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's that's not right, Scott. No, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> no. Like, no, that's not my, it. So the scene that creeps into my brain on in random moments yeah. is when they go. It's the second season, and it's the woman that is in caveman times, and she's protecting her baby. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that whole weird scene. Yeah, I forgot about that. That sets me. up the river. It sets up the. It sets up the river. It yeah. sets up like 
Like what happened? Oh God. Yeah. I just think about that. I don't know why it just randomly will just inject into my brain. And I think about the baby and the snake and the woman and the well, that earthquake. Was, and- wasn't that right around when your daughter was a little tiny newborn or something? When you saw it, maybe? Because that's when, why that stuff imprints on me. You should you should uh, continue through and see it to the end because I think they nailed yeah. that landing in the A end. Very satisfying ending for that show. I, wow. I still have HBO, so I, I will uh, definitely watch there that. Yeah, but your dude Yay. what made, uh, you know, that's, uh, what's his name? Went on to do uh, the Watchmen thing you love so much. That's uh, Damon Lindelof. Uh, that's, that's his who? deal. Damon Lindelof. Yeah, it, watch, uh, watch Oh, a director? Yeah, the career, the yeah. showrunner. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 showrunner. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. Okay. he he wrote and did all the leftovers, and then he did Watchmen. So if you if you loved Watchmen as much oh, as you did, it. just imagine what you'll think of season three of the leftovers. <laughs> I will finish it. All right, that sounds good. Uh, Nicole, uh, it's always a pleasure. Don't forget uh, to follow her on Twitter because at Nicole Spag, she will list the things we recommended today in easy to follow fashion. That's Yay. Nicole Spag on Twitter. Nicole, have a fantastic day. And we'll feed your starter. Bye. And go get, yeah, feed your starter. <laughs> go your, feed your starter. Your starter's starving. <laughs> All right. Feed me some more. <laughs> I've never, you know, I've never seen that movie. Never. Oh, my God. Any know. any iteration of it? Nope. None of it. Uh, film sack. I agree. Hold on. I, I, I'm going to see. If it is streaming now, I'm bumping it into, uh, I'm bumping it into our our plans never Let's seen see. a tv version film version the play none of it it's all mm-hmm. news to me so i mean the, the best one you want to see is the 1986 one so um the and one it is the steve martin one right not streaming yeah steve martin not not mm-hmm. uh rick moranis. rick moranis yeah oh did uh you heard moranis is coming out of hiding to do the honey i shrunk the kids business uh sequel oh thing. is he no i did not hear about that yeah. wow he's coming out of retirement basically I mean, I guess he's yeah. always done some theater stuff up in Canada, but mostly just focused on his family. But I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, now's the time. Okay. I think they should do another Great White North album. Him and um, uh, the Dave other guy, Thomas. yeah, Dave yeah. Thomas, get together, make it happen. Sure, sure. I think uh, I think an SCTV reunion is in the cards, especially now that uh, Eugene Levy is done with. Uh, well, now that Shit's Creek is done, it's a good time for Eugene Levy to to get everybody back together that's still with us yeah sadly no john candy yeah but um, get eugene levy get uh, uh what's her name on martin Schitt's, short who's the shit's creek uh, lady i can think of her name all of a sudden yeah uh, uh Catherine o'hara get her Catherine in there O'Hara. Yep. yeah martin short was on there you're right martin short. uh the, yeah. go, the the corpse of john candy get him in there um <laughs> no that i would i'd be all in for an sctv thing that'd be cool that would be great. Um, all right. We are to the point of the show where we finish things, uh, and that is to say we end. But we don't end without this. Okay, so last night I started a brand new uh, playthrough of the Resident Evil 3 remake that just launched last week. And this is like what they did with 2. It's a complete redo of the game, all in glorious three three dimensions, third-person view you know, stuff. It's scary as hell. I scream like a baby, of course. John's there with me now on this one. Um, so he's going through it with me, <clears throat> which is good because he knows where everything is and kind of, you know, is acting as a guide while I lose my mind. Uh, sure enough, I freaked out a lot. Turns out Nemesis is a huge pain in the ass. So to commemorate that, Jamie says I should play this, which is the best of Scott plays. Uh, I guess this is a combination of things we've heard before, about two minutes of it, and you might enjoy it. This is a taste of what you might get from my playthrough of Resident Evil 3. Enjoy. 
Shit, monkeys. I'm doing my nails. Poke them in the bum hole. Let's touch the butthole. <laughs> oh shit, 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 no shit. Oh shit. Hey, there's a butthole. <laughs> Come here, sexy boy. Oh, Mark Knopfler's penis, dude. <laughs> Freddie Mercury's butthole. <laughs> Get out of there, dick shit. Help me, Jeebus. <laughs> Great mother of fart knucklers. Penis! Penis! Father Shithead Sarducci, where are you, you jack and ape? Shit! Donkeys! Is he taking his big turd head and going, Bleak. Hey, turd, turd, turd Ferguson. He'll touch it with his potato wiener. Mm. Oh, shit, McGee! <laughs> oh, 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 what kind of horse shit is that? Shit, donkey! <laughs> What's that, my floor avocado? <laughs> Shit, potatoes. A little dead guy zombie wiener. Shit, potatoes. Shit, potatoes. F you, cactus. Batra! Here we see someone is banging upon our penis. <laughs> I'm Father Slippy Fingers. Father McFeely, that's what I'm worried about. Boofed. It's like half turd, half goat. Robot taint. Thank you, benevolent butthole. You're the greatest. This game could bite me in the poo. Right in the pooper. Holy McShitty pants. Shitfish. Shitfish. <laughs> Shit donkeys. La, 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 la. Shit potatoes. I got the vagina coin. Oh, la, la, oh, la, la. Look at his weird anus. Shit! Balls! Ew. His mom bits. I'm shooting you in the vagina nest. Get off! That's right! Right in the birth canal. Take it! Alright, put that back in my pants. F you, Grandpa! Shut up a bit! La 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 la. Shit! Patrol! That made a little pee come out. We need to uh, uh, throw out a not safe for work. Uh, I guess everybody's working from home. Totally safe for work from home. Yeah, I guess safe from work from home. Unless you got your boss there with you. Who knows? Oh, my gosh, Holy Jamie. Cow. That really wow. Was, that was really great. Um, yeah, that's what you can expect is a lot of that business. And then, uh, of course, John's there this time, so that's fun. But if you want to see a super smash cut of what already happened last night, that's up on YouTube now at my YouTube channel. So you can go enjoy that if you dare. Um, and we're doing that on Tuesday nights, by the way. So 6 p.m. Tuesday nights until I'm done with that game. That's our schedule. So enjoy. Nice. All right. Brian? Sir? You know, yes. you talked about it earlier, but you may as well reiterate it. Coverville today. What's going on? Yeah. 1 p.m. Mountain Time at uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. A tribute to Adam Schlesinger of uh, Fountains of Wayne and Bill Withers, uh, both of whom passed away from coronavirus, but uh, left us with some amazing music. I still have a couple songs I need to cut from the show to... to to fit you know fit the time otherwise it's going to be huge but um uh some great stuff so obviously you're going to hear covers of that thing you do stacy's mom uh radiation vibe and then on the bill withers side ain't no sunshine grandma's hands uh lovely day just the two of us um lean on me of course bill withers uh and, and adam schlesinger both leaving us with a lot of amazing music and a lot of other bands that pay tribute to that amazing music so uh tune in today twitch.tv slash coverville for a big old show a super size mm -hmm. show thanks for all the uh getting a bunch of emails from people saying taylor should get off her butt and make a um get that album done because they yeah. really like her hack and sack song and so I, te I teased her about it the other day and said hey maybe it's the time She's mm -hmm. like, oh, that sounds so much easier when I don't have a little baby. Exactly. Yeah. Van Van is a uh, <laughs> is a handful. 
is a is a time taker. He's full on walking and, and um, I saw that video. Around. Yeah, he's yeah. trodding along. Yeah, yeah, it's funny though because he holds his fists in the air to keep balance right now, so he doesn't have any... <laughs> right. So he's like Hulk smash. Yeah, he just runs in <laughs> the room going. Arr. It's pretty great, but I I really miss seeing him in person. It sucks. I hate it. Yeah. Oh well, I'll take the video for now. All right, um, that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support our show. If you'd like details on that, how it works, what you can get, and why you want our fifth episode a week, which happens on Fridays, why head on over to Patreon.com slash TMS and check it out for yourselves. Everything else you might need to ever know is over at FrogPants.com slash TMS. And keep those messages coming. We love the emails. We love that stuff. We love to hear how you're doing during this weird lockdown. All right, sure. uh, now we need to go, and to do it, we need a song, so Brian, uh, play one. Do you have one? Yeah, David Morton wrote in and said, uh, my brother and mother recently passed away from the virus. I always planned to dedicate a song to my brother on his birthday, March 21st, and never got a chance. My mother passed away just after her birthday on March 29th. He was 50, she was 72. My brother was a dedicated grocery store employee, and this cover was on one of the last CDs that he ever purchased. He enjoyed the physical media of uh, CDs. My mother and brother are among the first few that passed away from the Navajo Nation and represent the disproportionate number of victims affected by the virus among my people. My mother and brother leave a tremendous hole in our family and the community. Uh, my name is Kinley Chi in chat. I'm Navajo, Diné, and of the Red House people, Kinley Chini, uh, born for the Turtle Clan of the Absentee Shawnee. Thank you for your show. Thank the medical personnel fighting the good fight, and thank your grocers and other folks doing their best out there. Please take care of yourselves and your loved ones and walk in beauty. Uh, so, uh, that comes to us from David, uh, man, our, our hearts go out to you, David, and what a tremendous loss, uh, yeah, that, that must've been awful and, and can't even imagine. Um, the request is uh, five finger death punch. This is a cover of a song by the offspring fitting tribute, uh, called gone away. Here is five finger death punch. All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on new show on Thursday. So I'll be here for that. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, we'll have the PM later in the week for those who support us on Patreon. Stay safe, be good. We'll see you then. Maybe in another life I could find you there Pulled away before your time I can't deal It's so unfair and it feels and it feels like heaven so far away and it feels yeah it feels like the world has grown cold now that you've gone away
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com